that's why i feel like this album is like fly introspection like that's how i put it it's yeah. just so unique mm -hmm. yeah because we we're we're all like we're fun people at the end of the day we're not just like some like we'll be going out and be walking out like in a positive way and maybe sometimes in a negative way but nobody needs to know that be for yourself <laughs> <laughs> Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. Here we are again at the end of a On this show, I know I've used terms like unique or one of a kind quite a bit to describe the various artists I've had on as guests. But I promise you, today's guests truly embody these terms to the absolute fullest degree. Masai and J-Words, otherwise known as Air, are a duo hailing from Brooklyn who sport an ingenious sound that blends electronics, drum and bass, dance with hip-hop, supplied by producer J-Words, as well as a confident, heady, effortlessly fly set of rhymes from the MC of the group, Masai. Great in their own right as solo artists, surely. Together, though, they are an entirely different beast. In this episode, we discuss their chemistry as a duo, the origin story of Air, growth and maturation, as well as the making of their fantastic album of the year contender released on Big Data, Headspace. The Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth artist interviews, album reviews, and general rap commentary on the best that the underground rap scene has to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. Masai, J-Words, how you guys doing today? Hey, doing pretty good today. <laughs> Yeah, enjoying the sweet potato pie. Yes. <laughs> I'm really happy to have you guys on because I really feel like the moment I first heard an air joint that my mind was pretty fucked. Like, I was like, whoa, this is not like, these are not following the, the formulas, you know, processes with hip hop that I'm used to. In music, really, because I'm I'm definitely a person that listens to all kinds of music, a lot of electronic music. But even then, hearing dance music or dance adjacent music like that with the rap element done in this kind of way was just never done to me. So just razor sharp as you guys did it. And I'm happy to report that, you know, you're one of the most highly recommended artists, I think. I can think of that I personally recommend to other people because I feel like your style of music lends itself to a lot of ears because obviously rap fans, I'll definitely tell them about you, but even some friends that are not really super into rap, but they like music or like dance music, electronic music. I'm like, Oh, you might like this. And often they they're like, Holy shit, this is so weird. I've never heard anything like this. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm curious to know what you've observed uh has your fan base been mostly you'd say like indie rap fans or have they been mostly like primarily electronic or dance music fans i think our fan base is like a mix of like both hip-hop and electronic but like the main 
I feel like our main fan base or people that enjoy music in general, you know what I mean? Like are not like confining themselves to like one specific genre and just enjoy like authentic, real, genuine music, you know, because that's what we make. Regardless of like what genre people try to place us in, like at the end of the day, we're just being ourselves. So I think um, a lot of our fans are people that are usually themselves. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree. I think it's definitely a, a mixture. I remember on Velocity, like you could, I think we asked one time, like, what are your favorite songs? And we can kind of tell by like how people's, like what favorite song people had and why, like what they probably liked the most, well, like what type of music they probably liked the most. But I do think that we, it's just like fusion music, genre bending music in general. It can't really be placed in a, a box. Yeah, I think definitely the commonality I've noticed in people that I know really love your music is just being open-minded and people to just appreciate music first and foremost. They're not trying to be confined. They don't really care about, oh, I only listen to this music because that's like my identity is I'm a rap right. fan. It's like, right. that's not the vibe. And, you know, no matter what type of listeners you're getting, I do hope that this signing with Big Data, you know, helps further grow your fan base because you know they're a very reputable label and i do understand they went through a kind of shift being run mainly by like black poc folks to amplify those same folks and that's really dope and not just the mission statement but i feel like the way they packaged this record was so good like the marketing like the the video for backwards was crazy and even just like the consistency with everything like the just the general kind of gray aesthetic has just been like carried out through everything i just think it's been really really well done and i'm just wondering from your perspective how has it felt being the whole signing pers- like experience and how have you benefited you think from this uh this relationship with them so far i think that overall like big data has been so super supportive and the team has been like really cool to work with and it's great as you know it's great to work with black and poc people Um, Because I feel like that doesn't happen that often, like in this type of setting and capacity. We'll say that creatively, like we had 100% like complete creative control and all of the like, all of the photo shoots, the album art, like everything was like our, our visions that we brought to life with the help of friends and Big Dada, like supporting us through the process of like achieving whatever our visions was. And yeah, it's been it's been really cool to have a team for real because we've been just doing things by ourselves. Yeah, the backwards video we had that idea when like when we first heard the song. I feel like we've been having like the suit idea for a while. That was like our thing, even like during the velocity phase and stuff. So, and this album art kind of came together last minute because what we wanted in our brains it was kind of like. It was going to take a little bit longer to achieve, I feel like, because we would have had to uh, go through a bunch of different uh, graphic designers to achieve. And this, we kind of came together like last minute and we were like, wait, we could just crop this picture here. And then the back of the album could be like the other half of the picture. And like we wanted something with our heads and like obviously space because it has space. <laughs> so oh, we true. I, didn't even, I didn't even make that connection. That's nice. Yeah, so we were able to see that with this photo right here, um, shot by our friend Yara, which she did like a lot of our photo shoots for this campaign and stuff like that. So yeah, but obviously like they like 
you know, amazing team, great to talk to. They have great advice. And, you know, they were just, they've been there for us this whole process, you know, and made it super like smooth, you know, so shout outs to them for sure. And like, it's been great working with them. Yeah, I'm excited to see that because I got the, I think I recently copped the the wax. So I'm excited to see that yeah. in person. Ooh, so, yeah. It's a, it's a it's really nice favorite. one. And like them giving us that, you know, like our record, like Masai's first record, my second record, like is very it's monumental. <laughs> and then they like dropped back in the day, like one of MF's Doom's albums. So that's always, you know, to be on the same record label that he dropped something on, like rest in peace, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. great. So Honored, for yeah. sure. Sauce dripping off the body, swear you niggas wanna taste, wanna bite, wanna copy, wanna wear me like a face. Reason why I'm cocky, fuck this pink shit, you are lazy. Snatch you up cause you a waste, I ain't tryna catch ya. This the anthem, so sing oh say, can you see I ain't come to play? But I still hit the bingo, hey, am I best like the mingo? Hey, me at the floor like Cinco Sace, guess I'm not who you bring home, huh? I ain't got time to mingle, tough, but you don't got the lingo yet. You know, rewinding back several years now to when you first linked up i want to get into the the air origin story just a bit so talk to me about how you two first connected and like what particularly gra- made you gravitate to to one another to make to to make you think that they could be a real musical partner i mean okay so i like telling the story but it's mm-hmm. it could be deeper than <laughs> i've told in many different interviews at well, this point, have, I just want to change. I'm, I want to just make up a story. Make something out, right? <laughs> you should do it. Fun. Tell me something fake. It'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, when we first met, I feel like we definitely, like, it was at a showcase. And it was at um, this venue called The Glove that's not there anymore. And, you know, there was a bunch of different artists on the bill. And me, from my perspective, I was, I'm a producer. And I went up and did a beat set, you know. And it was like one of my first beat sets that I've done, you know, especially in New York. And at the time, too, I was I've always wanted to work with other femmes. Like I always wanted to produce for other femmes and stuff like that. So when I heard Messiah that day, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, I'm so down to give her beats. You know what I mean? So that was like my perspective on it. Like, I was just like, I'm ready to work. Messiah had like one of us, the best MC that night. And I was like, she's a mm-hmm. femme. You know, <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, I'm just like, I want to send her beats. <laughs> yeah. And then like similarly from my same thing like I heard her I was like damn this is fire and so we just pretty much like immediately hit it off connected and like became friends after that and yeah fast forward to 2020 we dropped Velocity yeah was this a couple years before Velocity that you guys met yes that was 2017 that we met so yeah like a little three years three years of of friendship before actually dropping an album together yeah we had a couple a couple of songs too like uh i was on messiah's first ep and she was on my first album and stuff like that you know i was always giving her beats too i kind of figured out what kind of beats she liked and i was like oh it was easier to know what kind of beats you would want to rap on but then i just started sending her anything i mean she started rapping on it i was like oh, so when the idea of uh, of air really started to gain some traction in your minds, like, did you have a like a particular vision about what the air sound should sound like? I I feel like we just thought like initially we were just like it's just like the combination of our sounds and like 
you know, like it was going to be hip hop, but it was going to be electronic and experimental and like these things. But I do think that, you know, our sound kind of like has unfolded itself, like by just continuously working together and forming something a little bit more specific than that, that I don't know if I could really like explain or pin down to something, but I know that we have a specific sound now, for sure. <laughs> we always just trying to outdo our last self because like in Velocity, we had like toxic behavior, which was like in our minds, like a crazy ass song. So we like, we kind of set like, we were like, all right, well, we always have to make some shit that passed this and it was gonna keep getting crazier and stuff, so. <laughs> yeah, I can I can definitely hear, I mean, we'll get into it when we really dive into the new record, but I can definitely hear the, like more of a continued growth in terms of your chemistry. Like it's seeming like it's not, you know, Masai and Jay words making an album together. It's it's air. Like it's, right. and I find that's a pretty common thing now that I think about it in a lot of great duos like a lot of times the second album is the one that like at least often i find to be my favorite because you can kind of tell that they they like really understood what worked in the first time and then they mm -hmm. they like hit it hit the ground running the second time yeah you know, like going into that chemistry a bit more like what exactly like do you feel makes the chemistry special is it related to just complementary music styles or is it more intrinsic like you said personalities being like-minded or similar values even i think both i think both of them are connected to you know like we both probably you know i would consider not that we'd be walling out but i think in terms of like we both have like rebellious personalities in a way like not trying to be like the status quo so i feel like in turn our music styles are that way and we both we both like some part like very particular things that I think make us make us have chemistry musically like just like the the polyrhythms and like weird syncopations and like strange strange rhythms like unique dissonant like melodies mm -hmm. and patterns. Um, the calling a little bit like kind of dark right. glitchy that's the thing, yeah. Like when I gave Masai like the first beat, which was off her EP, um, back like under uh, reconstruction, right? Oh no, just construction. Construction. That's construction tape, mm -hmm. and the song is called "My Name Jack," and uh, it has a very like glitchy um bass line and mm -hmm. like a very like underground sounding type of thing, you know. But also with like electronic textures and stuff like that, and like. When I saw Masai like that, I was like, oh, so we like, we kind of on the same boat. Like, oh shit. Like, cause I love making beats like this. And then you also love rapping on this. So it became clear that I was like, oh shit. Okay. We on the same page. And that's how it'd be feeling like we're aligned. Like we'd be going through a lot of the same things at the same time. And we're both very open and we give each other like space as friends too. Like we're not like codependent on each other at all. You know what I mean? So I think that, and like, we're both that way. Cause I don't like codependency as like, I, like being friends with somebody I don't like calling fantasy and I know Messiah doesn't like that we could do our own thing but we still come together and still have vibes yeah vibes we always vibing yeah so <laughs> I don't know it's just been a great um experience being friends with Messiah and working with her so yeah that's lovely I can definitely hear that as the listener like it's clear that you guys enjoy each other's company 
yeah that often leads to great music i definitely see that to the uh like Masai, even when you're not rapping with J words, like on, I can just think of like so many of the great features you had. I think you had at least a couple on Shook World. Is that correct? Did you have two or maybe just one? Did I? Um, I think I had one. I think I had one. Okay. But either way, whatever one that was, <laughs> like it just, I listened to that recently. And uh, yeah, it's just, you have a particular kind of flow that's very free form. It lends itself to a lot of different styles of music to where like, even when the beat I've seen you on beat, I've heard you on beats that are like a little more quote unquote conventional in terms of rhythms. Like you're still not like you're, you're like slowing down, stopping half giving pauses in middle. Like it's just very, whatever you fucking feel like. And that makes it really interesting as a listener, but I can imagine it allows you to, to kind of meet the style of production that J words meets. Cause in a way that you can make it work. Cause it sounds really hard to rap over some of this stuff, to be quite honest. Like I've heard that from other people. Spoke mm-hmm. to I think Nappy Nina. Uh, like earlier this year, they said the exact same thing. Like it's it's tough, you know. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's not. It's not easy. And I love that about it because I mean, I've been rapping for a really long time. So like, if it's not challenging to me, like I love beats that give me a challenge because it just sharpens my pen and sharpens my sense of musicality in general and yeah it's always again like Jen was saying just trying to one-up yourself and like how could you approach this differently I'm not really the type of rapper that gets on everything the same you know like there are a lot of people and I love that when people have their own like specific unique style that they kind of use for everything I think I have a unique style, but I do think that I'm pro just like switching it up and trying trying something completely new that I've never done before or that, you know, is a, a different approach for me because it keeps it fun. Yeah, I, I think there's a real like exploratory vibe or element to your music, like where I really feel like you're charting new ground and uh it reminds me a lot of some other artists and like, it just reminds me a lot of jazz. I, I just think about a lot of jazz when I think of rappers like you, Billy Woods is another one to where like, you're not, a, a, you're, you're not following the same math as like, boom, 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 next beat, next bar, boom, boom, boom. And it's just really fascinating the, how much you're defying convention. Cause I just, I, my brain, I'm such a process logic person and i i find it so hard to even deviate when i do anything like let alone try to rap i don't rap but like i just don't even know i feel like there's different kinds of brains that can do that and some just it's a lot harder right yeah and um you know on the on the flip side you know j words how does working with Masai's kind of we talked about like versatile rap style like how does that influence your sound to be pushed into new directions or try new things well um this is a good question nobody has ever asked me this um mm-hmm. i feel like working with Masai, like and seeing like the st- different th- things that she does has you know i'm also like not being too crazy you know like all the time like it's good to have like balance between like the wild stuff that i usually do or you know being able to make like a chill not a chill beat but like you know something more like easy going and like a little bit softer and stuff like that you know like in for like right here is me making like a soulful type 
beat but like it still obviously has like textures that are electronic but like it's also like very like chill and r&b like hip-hop style and stuff like that instead of being too crazy and stuff you know because i don't always want to be too crazy <laughs> and like and i know like the backwards beat is crazy but like it also has a nice boom bap sound to it that i feel like mm-hmm. i really enjoy making you know and it's a slower bpm it's like 100 bpm which usually i make like my songs like a 130 and up so you know just being like kind of open-minded to making more like hip-hop stuff um aside from the electronic stuff too you know and uh working with like other people like nina and samira like being able to give them like something chill to rap on to is you know and like glass ceiling that's like a more hip-hop type beat but it still has like that weird you know dark mood and stuff like that so yeah just being open to like making all different styles of stuff, you know, not just being like, oh, I have to make crazy stuff all the time, you know. Jay Words be like, here's a chill beat, and it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like a right here's chill. This is some like simple, right? <laughs> it's very simple. <laughs> I, I have to say, that is definitely something I noticed on this album that there's a lot because even a song like right here or, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know the names top of my head, but just some of the, like, several of these songs that are a little more chill, quote unquote. I think you did a really good job of like achieving that, but also there's something in the rhythms, there's something in the textures that is like still really weird. And I think right here that like, I don't know what the instrument is, but that's just the main kind of jangly sound that's like right. throughout the beat. Like that's like my favorite part of it. And it's like really crunchy and like that's just super cool like it's it makes the beats stand out like so nice right. what did somebody say on youtube they were like they said, it sounds like somebody's frying eggs but also playing like some lo-fi hip-hop beat but also like <laughs> playing some r&b chords like I, they're like i don't know what's going on i don't know if i like this <laughs> i'm like it had me thinking for a while i'm like damn like did i go too crazy on this like but then i'm like that song is hard yeah, it's me. Like, I'm not going to change me for anyone, you know? Because if you take that layer off, it's just like a simple, you know, it's too simple, you know what I mean? But I don't know. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of being able to do your own thing, going back to what you were saying about kind of like not being codependent on an, on one another and being able to do your own thing, um, between the two records, Velocity and Headspace, like, you guys have definitely been hard at work uh, in your solo ventures as well, Jay Words, you've dropped some dope EPs and then Self Connection, most notably, and the terrific Double Down with Nappy Nina, to name a few. And then Masai, you had Personal Year Eight. And then what I think is my favorite solo work of yours uh, with the shifts and then dope features, as I mentioned earlier. So you've both been busy. So I wonder, like, how has, how does your solo work kind of feed back into what you do as air in terms of? you know, bringing new ideas or creative approaches to what you do as a group? Mm. Usually I'll make, I make a lot of beats and stuff like that. So I like randomly like I message Masai with some beat that I think she will sound dope on. And that's how usually we start all our projects. I feel like I just be sending her a folder of beats and I'll be like, oh, here, I see if you could, none of these, oh, any of these <laughs> right yeah and I feel like for me I'm a very like project oriented person so like I'm the type of person that starts a project and like has a concept for it and like sees it all the way through and then I'm like okay done with this project new project 
right. type of person. So I think that in my personal work, I take I take a a kind of slow time just like executing my ideas and like just being in that space. And I think that like coming to back to air feels like I'm in this new school of thought, like I'm in this new school of thought for whatever process I'm in at that moment. And so I think that different things tend to come out of me in different stages of like my creativity. Yeah, I can definitely hear that on this new record because my main takeaway from Headspace is that from like a both lyrical musical perspective, you both sound very sure of yourself and like operating at the peak of your powers. And if I focus on the lyrics to start, it quickly became apparent to me why the album was called Headspace, because you've got so many standouts in this very introspective vein rotation has like so many life lessons static you have like one of my favorite lines i've heard in a long time where you say like how you looking for a bandage from the one doing damage that hit me so personally in such a real way because i was just like i'm doing that like you hurt me and i still i still and i want you to give me the make me feel better it's like why that's so messed up that's so illogical and and it's crazy uh, because we we both been uh, like well me personally i don't know i can't speak about my side but i went through something similar and that line actually i was explaining to my sister i'm like this is nuts this song is nuts like i was like soup talking about explaining every line to my sister and like realizing that i was going through it the same like as those lyrics were there like I'm, I'm going through that process myself right now too so this is wild the messiah wrote those lyrics that's what i mean like we were just being tuned and aligned because i may i gave her that beat but then she like wrote what i was feeling you know or going through in my life at that moment you know so yeah that's that's not very powerful I feel like. that's wild that that you had that experience that way uh because yeah i feel like it's not only just the the isolated moments. I just feel it's the consistency. That's the thing I really took away from this record is like, wow, it's so consistently peppered in throughout the whole album, really these ideas of self, like discovering yourself, dealing with self doubt, accepting yourself. It's just really remarkable how like the thematic consistency, I can hear that what you just said a minute ago about really coming to a to a record with a particular concept or direction because it really came through on this one so like what was the what was the main kind of like inspiration behind keying in on this kind of like inward facing inward introspection on uh, headspace i think it only makes made sense because that's where we both were in our lives you know um based on what was going on in our lives so i think that that's what just inevitably came out when we first started thinking about a concept for the album we were like kind of just using words as placements to like of what the vibe would be. I think we had said like New York City, cold, like (laughs) like in the nighttime. Like we had like, we're using things like that. And I think that as we started, as we continue to make songs, um, once we got really got into a groove of it, because we we made a couple songs and then kind of like paused for a moment. And then it's had a time where we really just cranked out a lot of the like mo- the rest of the album. During that time, I think it, it became clear that like this general idea of like headspace, like 
where we're at right now was what we wanted the project to be about. Um, and then it just goes along with the air signs, right. airiness, you know, of it all. Just us being in our heads and being adaptable and 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 changing, you know, and being cool with that too. So yeah, like we had like a theme that we thought we were going for, but uh, it quickly like revealed itself to be like about our personal growth. Like we're both in our late twenties, and you know, in your late twenties, you just go through a lot of growth and you in your 20s in general I think in your whole life right but this is a prime moment in our lives where we're going through a lot of changes and like learning how to move within you know life and stuff like that so yeah headspace you know we're growing we're going through experiences and learning and stuff so this is this is really like a, a personal growth type of album you know like it's it was meant for the world but it's also like very like personal and you know we grew a lot off of just these experiences and stuff so yeah yeah I, I love that and I I think actually we're very all very similar age I'm 28 so I'm oh, I resonate yeah. really hard with a lot of what's being said here because that's just it's like soundtracking the the internal dialogue that I feel like I've been having with myself for like the last couple of years now because yeah. You're right. I think it's particularly the late 20s where shit just starts to get real. Like you really yeah. need to start making life decisions that are mm-hmm. like, who are you going to be? You kind of outside of your late early 20s where, you know, you have some grace and time in the sense of figuring things out. But at some point you got to make some real decisions at this point that'll push you in a trajectory that'll supposedly solidify the rest of your life. I hate to think about it that concretely because it scares me because i'm like i don't know if i'm making the right decision but i think that's kind of in a flip side very exciting because that's the kind of the way i at least try to frame things which is like the fact that i'm so scared is a reflection of the fact that i'm it's also means there's a real big value on the other side of it it's like just the same side of the different side of the same coin exactly Um, yeah I feel like the decisions we make right now do shape like a lot of the stuff that comes into our life and stuff like that. So, I mean, she got to make good decisions, you know, like I think I've learned that. And like, I'm just like, wow, <laughs> I got to make like, you know, I got to make some concrete decisions in my life, you know. So, I mean, the decisions that we make in our early 20s. Exactly. You know, still show up, you know, so mm-hmm. it, it is really is just learning, learning that. Yeah. What you put out into the world, it does it doesn't have an effect. If it doesn't have an effect on other people, it will have an effect on you. And just understanding, having a better understanding of how to make decisions, you know, informed decisions and just how to navigate through the world in general. Yeah, because we don't know this in our early 20s. And I wouldn't even want to go ever back to that. And I love them, this information I've learned through lessons and stuff like that. So, And... And, and what's really crazy about this album, I find, is that while we're talking about, you know, it talks about all these really meaty, like, quote unquote, serious topics. It's not a downer of an album at all. And that's what's really cool, because the songwriting is so catchy. Beats are so groovy, danceable. And I feel like, Masai, you got this, like, effortless steez. I mean, you've always had it, but it's like so it just oozes out of every song. It's so fun. That's why I feel like this album is like fly introspection. Like that's how I put it. It's yeah. just so unique. 
Yeah, because we we're we're all like we're fun people at the end of the day. We're not just like some like we be going out and we waddle now like in a positive way and maybe sometimes in a negative way, but nobody needs to know that. Be for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know you'd be negative too. But anyways, um <laughs> now nah, but we're fun. So we're like, you know, we're gonna give you guys a good like fun album where you're learning shit, but you're also like having a good time learning things. Like learning things doesn't have to be like this weird place and always like depressive mood like no you can learn about yourself and have fun while in the process of it i don't think healing should be you stopping your life you know what i mean like we're in our 20s we should be having fun right now you know so it's like life lessons with some fun right <laughs> <laughs> i like that life lessons with some fun Yeah, and, and that brings us to the beats of this thing because uh I I feel compared to the last record, there seemed to be more of a dance element, dare I say? Like see and it seems like not only that, um like I, I could I did kind of mention actually, yeah, like there's a pulsating rhythm on almost all these songs, even when they are a little more low-key. And I just feel generally that there's such a like I don't know cohesiveness to this album in the sound is so so impressive. Um, so so Jaywers, can you detail like roughly like in general like how you wanted to shape the sound on Headspace and how these beats have evolved since the last record and how your sound has evolved generally. So for this record, since we you know we like with the label, it was my mission to uh, make all the beats sampleless, like in a way you know create my, uh, all the sounds for the album without using samples. Of course, it's you know that would have been like expensive or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it was a real like challenge, like not a challenge. It was like fun for me to just be able to work with my synthesizer and drum machines to create all the sounds. So you know. Um, for the first half of the album, like I would say the first five songs, I made it with the same type of equipment and stuff like that. Like that's why the bass is so like bassy. I was using this modulator synth from Teen Engineering that like mm. comes out with like glitchy, like cool bass lines basically. And um and then yeah, for like the I would say like the other um songs i was just experimenting with uh, a lot of new gear i was getting a lot of new gear from a lot of cool companies and i was just like oh hell yeah like the synthesizer in this machine sounds cool and this sounds cool and the drum pattern here sounds cool so i just worked with all my synthesizers and just was able to create that which i'm like proud of myself because i'm like damn i did a sample list album that's cool <laughs> as a producer that's like a cool goal to achieve and stuff like that so yeah I'm glad that like the beats resonate with people, you know, a lot, a lot of hip hop is, you know, sample based. So I'm glad that I was able to like give that feeling without using samples and stuff. I can definitely see that uh, feeling of it all coming from the same set of equipment. Cause I think that's what made it seem so, cause I mean, this honestly in a positive way that a lot of the beats, like they felt like from track one to 
I don't know how many tracks are on 14, 14 tracks. Maybe? Yeah. 14. From start to finish, it almost felt like it was one long beat, but there was obviously a ton of variety, but it really felt like everything was coming from the same source, yeah. same musical yeah. family, which was just so impressive. Uh, and, and honestly, a lot of times when I hear an album is sampleless in hip hop, sometimes that gets me quite concerned because I'm like, oh, it's going to be dry, flavorless. I've, right. I've had too many experiences with albums that they try to do that. They hype it up like that. And I'm like, yeah, it's, wish it had samples, but I don't, I yeah. didn't think that at all. I didn't even know that, to be honest, like right. it wasn't mm -hmm. samples. I thought I had to imagine that backwards, the main kind of, what I am, I'm not a music like person in the sense of instruments but the main kind of synth melody mm -hmm. i had to imagine that was a sample at first so that's crazy yeah i just uh played piano and like you know you can just sample yourself which is cool it's like i've learned a lot like through the process too and like different loopholes you could create to um achieve a certain sound and stuff like that you know but yeah it's all sampleless i'll like i played certain stuff and then i'll flip it myself you know it's like i'm sampling myself which is cool i always love doing but yeah, and like like thinking back on Velocity, it was like Toxic Behavior, like one of the main songs, I feel like, or one of the craziest songs we had is sample list as well. So, you know, I think maybe our sound is a lot like going towards just creating a new, new unique sound for, you know, because in Velocity, I use a lot of samples too. So this is crazy to see the difference, you know? Yeah, and I think the colors and the tones musically really fit the lyricism a lot like it just hit that nice tone of being kind of melancholy but again not too down to right. where mm -hmm. it still had like, it's like a, a cool a, it's like a it's like a it's like a nighttime you going to the club kind of cool like but it's also like you know you feeling like i don't know this is like new york in the winter time going to the club type of school i don't know right it's literally, it's literally cool like or like going cool to the bar maybe going to the bar or something right it has like a good dj Right. <laughs> and yeah, like, uh, so like, yeah, one of the best al best aspects of this album for me is how smoothly it plays front to back, uh, the cohesion of the sequencing, uh, like songs flow into one another like water. I really like that transition from rotation to all over the place where it's definitely like, I think you just kind of took a variation of the beat. It complete, yeah. completely yeah. just continues. That's just a really cool. And it's, this album is definitely notable in the fact that there's a lot of shorter songs and it allowed you guys to fit a ton of different ideas musically and lyrically in just 26, 27 minutes. And so what was the thinking behind making the record in this way, where it's kind of like a little more vignette style? Um, well, with the like certain songs, like, like let's say um, At Ease is an interlude. All over the place is basically the interlude as well. So I wouldn't like, I don't mainly, I don't really consider it like full song, you know. Um, it's kind of a little snippet to get to the next song, you know, because we really like that rhythm of the rotation beat. And the last song aired out is also like the outro and Galician Time is like the intro. That's why those seem shorter, but they're all like, they all like play like a specific role for the album, basically, you know. For sure. Um, yeah, and it's kind of like we didn't want to like name them like intro, outro, those things because right. it's like it's all a part of it. And if people want to listen to it, because some of them are long enough that they could be thought of as songs. So it's like right. if people want to listen to them as songs, I think that's fire. Mm -hmm. But like it is, I feel like it happened that way. 
Like, I don't know if we intentionally were like, yeah, we're just going to do these really quick fast. <laughs> There's just yeah. no fat on this album, which I just find is so cool. Like, it's, uh, I think because of the fact the songwriting and the, the kind of hooks, the, the flows, the rhythms are so sh- sharp, like, all the songs feel like songs. They don't feel like, you know, just uh, some songs, you know, on some albums of this in this vein can be like, really only can listen to it in the in the structure of the album but you don't need to do that with this record but even with that being said this album's definitely like fantastic like i sometimes still don't even know the names of tracks because i don't remember the last i don't think i've ever listened to just like half this album or a few of the songs i just always play it front to back and then put my phone away so it's uh yeah it's just a really really good complete project that way oh i see yeah so it goes like you just listen to it. And yeah, I just play it front to back. Like I don't um, even look at what songs playing next because it's uh, um, yeah. And you know another thing I really like about this record related to the songwriting is that there's a lot more singing moments mm-hmm. on this album that I think were fantastic. Like I love Shadow Self for that reason right here, to name a few. Yeah, I just feel like the quality of those kind of moments were just so nice. And those are just one of the ways I feel like I saw like a an evolution between velocity, <clears throat> velocity and headspace. Uh, but in your minds, what were some of like the key things you learned from creating velocity that helped you in making headspace this time around? Well, I always tell Messiah like she needs to sing because she's an amazing singer as well, you know. So this album, we definitely like made an uh like like made an uh, effort to add more singing songs and stuff mm-hmm. yeah um definitely the singing definitely in general just like having a even better synergy with each other from making so much music together beforehand and performing together a lot you know yeah definitely took that into making headspace and we also, you know, like I said before, like we kind of had to make something better than Velocity because everybody loved that album. So it's just like, all right, well, now we have to kind of make something crazier than this, <laughs> but more cohesive. It's kind of like we also grew a lot too. Like back when we made Velocity, like we were wild kids. <laughs> we're just young. We're like 23, 24. You know what I mean? Now we're just, we're, you know, we're older now. So um, it's kind of like an adult fun album and growth, you know, so. I wonder how the next album sounds like. <laughs> yeah, what kind of stage in our lives we're gonna be in? Yeah, I, I I remember I saw in a previous interview Masai you did with Out the Box TV that you were saying as a as a rapper and a woman that you're conscious of people trying to take your rap card away when you rap and sing, which mm-hmm. um, I definitely have noted. I've definitely experienced that as like a listener. People just start talking about rappers a certain way when they do both as a woman mm-hmm. uh but i'm glad you found a way to just say fuck it and dug into the singing bag anyway because it really adds like such a fresh feel to this record that again makes it so dynamic that's the word i'd say thank you yeah i think you know i rapped enough to i mean at this point if anybody has anything to say about it it's whatever kiss my ass <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, I, I love to sing. Like singing, sometimes I feel like comes like more instinctually to me than rapping does because I grew up, like I, I, I'm i the type, like I'll be singing around my house and stuff, like very instinctual. 
energy. So it's nice. It's a different bag for sure, but it's a more vulnerable bag, which I think was cool too. I will say this album too was like, there's a lot of things. I think everyone can resonate with it, but it's a lot of things that were like for the girls, like, you know, like in a specific way, I feel like, I don't know, just tapping into like a more vulnerable bag in some of these songs. And um, yeah, I don't know, like right here, just like a lot of it, not being so like as angsty mm-hmm. right, as usual. When I first met Masai too at that showcase, like we were talking about before, she I feel like you mainly just sang there um, that day, which I didn't know you were a rapper actually. I thought you were just a singer. And then, like, I heard her rap, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you're mad good at this, like, both of this thing. You know what I mean? Mm. So I always wanted her to, like, sing more. And especially, like, we didn't do it in Velocity, but I was, like, definitely, like, you should sing on this album. (laughs) Yeah, I think the the vulnerability definitely shows when you're off a lot more when you're singing. It's a... it goes for a lot of rappers too. I mean, you act, you actually have a great voice, but even with rappers that I would, that quote unquote, don't really have a technically good voice. I'm always usually pro a rapper just trying to sing. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of times it, it sounds dope just because it's very, it's just very raw, you know? And uh, yeah, I think, but again, with you, you actually have the chops. So it just adds that level of uh, pop to a lot of these tracks. I feel like on this album, I feel like you're, I feel like I know you communicated a lot more of your personality in a way that was like a lot more concrete to where I'm like, oh, I really get where she's at right now. And that's that's really cool. That's like a, the mark of good, great writing, in my opinion. Yeah. What, what would you say is your favorite songs on the on the record? My favorite songs are. I really like backwards <laughs> like backwards is one of my favorites i feel like it's always gonna be really like right here also i don't know those two songs were just like i don't know we made them i just i was geeked so, so, I feel so like so that so. energy still like lives <laughs> within me as you know and then those are some of the first songs for, that we've made for the mm. album and i mean that it kind of changes often um, I think I really enjoy Train of Thought. <laughs> yeah. I think Jen will say that that's probably one of her favorite songs. Because um, Masai has the best like bar for me in that song. Um, said, <laughs> What's the said, bar? She said, I'm so full. Oh, I haven't ate dinner yet, but I'm so full of myself. I could skip it. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but um obsessed with right here when i like when i first heard it, i was like what the fuck this is so good i was like it on repeat like and we made that shit in 2021 so backwards obviously when it came like we made that song right after velocity so i was obsessed like we listen to it all the time um i, I really love glass ceiling um when um messiah and samira made that song they were together and i had never met samira before um i guess messiah had a beat pack and like picked out that beat from the beat pack that i sent and um yeah and like they wrote that song and then we all linked up later that night and they showed me that song and i'm like what the fuck this is so dope i was so <laughs> deep and obviously i love down down baby call chris I've been listening to his music for like 10 years. So to get him on this album is kind of like one of the best things in the world. He gave you a great feature. 
you gave you guys great when he sent that i was obsessed i i yeah there's different moments i'd be obsessed with like certain like songs i love rotation that beat and the way messiah rapped on that oh my god like the best like like, so yeah i I got surprised every time messiah sent me a song back actually with all these and i have my moments with each song (laughs) yeah glass ceiling is really dope uh samira did a great job i also like really have to say i did love the the ep you guys made Oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, that one is really fucking cool. Yeah, really like my favorite cool. song on that EP that we all like, me and Samara made together is a song that Messiah is on too, and this other singer named Diani, singer rapper named Diani, and mm-hmm. that beat is just wild for me. And the way that, and I feel like we were there together that day, and we all made that together and stuff like that. So I think uh, Samara and Messiah like make great music together with me producing it or other people. It doesn't matter, but like my dream be like. Masai and Nina make an album that I produce. Masai and Samira make an album that I produce. I haven't <laughs> heard Samira and Nina together yet, but maybe that would sound great. That would sound great. I, I want to hear that. Yeah, mm-hmm. my my favorite song, I'd say, songs are probably right here in Shadow Self. So you can tell I really uh-huh. like the singing. Like backwards, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's just like it, obvious. That one's just such a fucking right. banger. And I, I also love the teaser when you guys before it came out like you had like that 30 second 20 second teaser of just the intro part mm-hmm. that i was just like whoa what is this <laughs> like god yeah that was really well done so fun performing that song because like like the beginning intro part and then it drops and everybody gets so souped about it <laughs> it's yeah just the way that's that's really it like that's why backwards is like one of my favorite songs on the album is because like the beat the way that the beat drops I still don't I still don't fully ever really know. No, I didn't even know how I made that. Like I don't even <laughs> remember. I was just I, I, like a lot of the beats that I make, like I'll just like be jamming on my gear and I'll record it onto Ableton and then I listen to it back, arrange some things if it needs to be, but usually it doesn't need to be because it's like it comes from a natural place. Like I'm just yeah. jamming now and I think this sounds incredible. Are these so a lot I'm, like live done? Like in the sense of like you're oh shit. Yeah, like a lot of them are just like me playing with my gear. And then, I mean, there's obviously I could save like settings in my gear and record them later and record everything one by one, which I did for some of the songs. But some of the songs are the beat just too good that you have to record it right away. And you can't, you just have that file. And like, it's technically a demo, but it's so great. I feel like people be trying to overdo things sometimes when they think that something has to be a specific way. If you let things be like what they are, it's very like there's a lot of beauty in that i know backwards was definitely me like fucking around with my gear and that transition like i like hit a button and then it dropped and then i had that recording and thank god right imagine i didn't then i wouldn't i don't know how to recreate that you know so (laughs) it's just like it's yeah the groove completely switches like when the Mm -hmm. beat drops and it's like oh that my head oh okay oh shit what the fuck back in (laughs) incredible and so what do you have upcoming when it comes to new music as solo artists or as air or any other kind of tour merch you want to call out for those listening yeah so for sure like we're definitely going to be performing around or all over the place (laughs) for this album run so hoping to definitely tour US and, you know, hopefully go to UK and do some shows out there too. 
definitely have merch drops. We also have a video coming soon. Yeah, we have a video for reflection that will be out video. by the time this will be out. But yeah. <laughs> That's sweet. You gotta gotta find a way to come to Toronto. You gotta find oh, yeah. a way. Did, did you guys I, did you come to um Montreal like a couple yeah. years ago? Because I know Jay where's you messaged. Yeah. Oh, I wish I was able to go to that. That's so cool. Yeah, and this year we went to um Calgary. Yeah, Canada. Oh, nice. As, separately, not as air, but like we both got booked on the same festival gig. Nice. Yeah. So like as a uh, as like solo artists, anything that you have like music coming? I know Masai you do, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have a couple of like really exciting things that I'm working on right now. Um definitely like a follow-up to my construction series that has been in the works for a long time <laughs> and some other like album plans like that would be an ep but like um an album in the works also and some other like just multidisciplinary art projects and stuff some like event curation and stuff like that so i'm really excited for next year i think it's going to be a, a pretty pretty busy art year um, including all of the air stuff, because I'm sure we're just going to continue making stuff. Me personally, you know, I always do a band camp drop and I've made, I've made a lot of uh, electronic techno stuff recently, so probably going to drop that soon. Or, But I'm chilling, you know, I'm just enjoying the moments of, you know, the air celebration. And yeah, so I'm taking it, like I'm taking it a little bit slow, I think, because it's been a wild, like three years. Just getting my thoughts together now. That's good. I'm excited for all of that. And uh, yeah, I just think what you two are doing is so special. Like it's genuinely inspiring. And it's been, you know, real nice getting to know you a bit over this last hour and see that you're just as cool and nice as I would have imagined. <laughs> you know, thank you for coming on the show. This was, uh, this was a lot of fun and just keep doing what you're doing. I feel like even with the acclaim you're getting now, I think it's just the beginning. So Thank just you keep so doing much. you thank you so much and it's good to put a face to the name because obviously always see your your at mm. yeah. on the socials and stuff yeah <laughs> well uh enjoy the rest of your day and uh take care all right thank you bye, bye. peace Mood is not specific, can't explain That's cause it be different every day Ones who never lived it think it's lit in every way Like they don't see the dip at end of day Like they don't need to ever turn away When the shine is in their face Your eyes is gonna pay for that, your sight is gonna wane You don't see the sleight of hand with cards you wanna play Blinded I would say No absence of light in any way It's you locking with your shadow So if you'll never know your pain for real Never see the light of day if you live that way for real I think it's the right to say I don't know what way to feel Take it day by day to heal So there we have it Another episode of the Rap Music Plug Podcast Presented by QLC TV I hope this episode gave you some New perspectives and insights Into what the greatest art form Known to man in hip-hop music Has to offer If you want to support the show In the most meaningful way possible it would be my absolute honor to have you as a patron in the new Rap Music Plug podcast Patreon. Through this Patreon, you will be getting exclusive content such as bonus episodes, exclusive album recommendations, exclusive playlists, early access to episodes, and more. And above all though, you will be able to support the show directly 
in a way that will not only justify the crazy amount of time I spend on this show already, but allow me to cover some of the expenses related to supporting all of these great artists that we cover on the show through the website and will allow us to sustain and build on this amazing growth that the RMPP has experienced recently. So if you have any questions about any of the Patreon stuff or just want to keep tabs on the show, interact with me on rap music and all the great stuff that we can talk about, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at rapmusicplugpod or shoot me an email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on YouTube and Spotify as well. But that's enough self-promotion for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Peace.